the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey, folks, welcome to another edition of Firing Lion Radio Show. This is the uh, heat shielded edition. So, if you've survived last weekend and you've made it to this week, obviously the tinfoil in your hat has reflected enough uh, solar energy that we haven't melted this week. So, congratulations on that. I told you, I told you that tinfoil would come in handy. Hey, those of you who joined us out last week, I want to um, say thank you. We had a very, very fun time. And what I'm talking about last week is we had a freedom rally. We Yes, we did. We have a, uh, sorry, we don't care about you, Gavin Newsom. Uh, we're going to have a freedom rally. We did that at Riley's Farms in Oak Glen. There's lots of people there. I don't know how many. I didn't see any masks. I didn't care. It was nice to stand up there and speak to people and see faces in the crowd. So it's a unique thing when you're dealing with humans. Now, obviously, we're on radio, and I'm I'm blessing you by not making you look at my face, but... It's a nice thing to have eye contact and to see people's faces. It's an amazing freedom thing. We are fighting that here in California. Those of you who heard this week, um, John MacArthur, who is a pastor of a major church out in the Burbank area, a Grace to You Fellowship, is being sued by the city of Los Angeles for opening up his doors and having services are actually trying to fine him a contempt of court case, $20,000 because he had his services uh, on Sunday. Now he had church services on Sunday. You could go or you could choose not to go, but the same city of Los Angeles has seated downtown LA to drug infused squatter camps. These are not homeless people. These are drug-addicted squatters who are taking over all the real estate in downtown L.A. Now, is the city council, are they making sure those people social distance, wash their hands, cough into a mask, use clean needles, uh, don't poop on the sidewalk? Are, Are they doing any of that? No. Why? Because there's no fines there. And it doesn't destroy the American fabric, the American way of life. So... L.A. City Council, shame on you. You should you should hang your head in absolute utter shame of your actions. You are you are cretins, and we are standing up here. And I I love the people that came out. We had a huge attendance. We're going to do some more of these rallies. I think the next one's in San Diego. Hopefully, we'll be able to speak at that, depending upon the date of it. Um, Frank, uh, we had him on the. Uh, the owner of Hell's Kitchen in Elsinore had him on. He was uh, up there, did a great sponsorship of it, and he produced this whole thing. And Sarah Steffens, the one we had on the show last week. So these people worked their tails off. It was a great event. If you have an opportunity to go to the next one, come. 
Come enjoy our freedoms. We only have our freedoms when we exercise them. That's number one. Number two, one of the things I I didn't get to announce on my show last week because we recorded earlier on Friday last week, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals actually did something correct. They they upheld the decision in Duncan Becerra, which is the magazine cap ban on Prop 63. Um, anyway, let me just tell you real quick here. Chuck Michelle, the NRA's lawyer, he went through, and this is his summary. They won. So this is off his Facebook page here. Huge win. Huge, huge win. Duncan case ruling. Here's a summary. The panel affirmed the district court's summary judgment in favor of plaintiffs challenging California government code, which bans possession of large capacity magazines that hold more than 10 rounds of ammunition that held the ban violated the Second Amendment. The Ninth Circuit employs a two prong inquiry to determine whether the firearm regulations violate the Second Amendment. Number one, whether the law burdens conduct protected by the Second Amendment. And number two, if so, what level of scrutiny applies to the regulation United States versus Chauvin? So the panel held that under the first prong of the test, that the penal code uh, 32310 burdened protected conduct. First, the panel held that firearm magazines are protected arms under the Second Amendment. That is huge. Congratulations, guys. Second, the panel held that large capacity magazines are commonly owned and typically used for lawful purposes and are not unusual arms that would fall outside the scope of the Second Amendment. That's unusual arms outside the scope of the Second Amendment. That's why people say, why don't you have a bazooka? That kind of covers that area. Third, the panel held that large capacity magazine prohibitions are not long-standing regulations and do not enjoy a presumption of lawfulness. Fourth, where they really chewed these guys up. The panel held that there was no per- persuasive, excuse me, historical evidence in the record showing that the possession of the large capacity magazines fell outside the ambit of the Second Amendment protection. Proceeding to prong two of the inquiry, because if it wasn't enough, right? The panel held that strict scrutiny was the appropriate standard to apply. First, the panel held that the penal code struck at the core right of law-abiding citizens to self-defend by banning large-capacity magazine possession within the home. Second, the panel held that the near-categorical ban of large-capacity magazines substantially burdened core Second Amendment rights. Third, the panel held that decisions in other circuits were distinguishable Fourth, the panel held that the circuit's decision in another case did not obligate that panel to apply immediate scrutiny. The panel held that penal code did not survive strict scrutiny review. First, it held that the state's interests advanced here were compelling, preventing, and mitigating gun violence. Second, the panel held that section this section was not narrowly tailored to achieve the compelling state interest. It purported to serve because the state's chosen method, a statewide blanket ban on possession everywhere and for everyone, was not the least restrictive means of achieving, achieving the compelling interests. Least restrictive means is the key word there. Panel held that even if the immediate scrutiny were to apply, this law would still fail. The panel held that while interests expressed by the state qualified as important, the means chosen to advance those interests were not substantially related to the service. So a chief district judge Lynn dissented and uh, would reverse the district's grant of summary judgment. 
He wrote the majority opinion conflicted that the circuit's precedent of FIOC. Uh, anyway, so there you go, folks. Um, it gets into legalese after that, which is where the you know the devil's in the details. So if we're talking legalese, we're definitely talking devil talk. So uh, congratulations. Now I want you, all of you out there, to join me in thanking the California Rifle and Pistol Association, crpa.org. You've heard Rick Travis on the show a hundred times. These guys are doing the work. They're the ones who brought this lawsuit. They're the ones who won it. They got it uh, our Freedom Week last year. They've just won this again. So this is probably not going to go on to the Supreme Court. We're probably good at this point. Well, we need to thank the California Rifle and Pistol Association. I want you to join me in thanking them by joining the California Rifle and Pistol Association. CRPA.org. Put in the membership code firing line. If we can get 100 people to join, there's a $2,000 donation waiting. All we need to do is get 100 of you folks to sign up, put in the code firing line. $2,000 goes to their bottom line. It's a huge thing. Number one, you need to do it anyway. Number two, you should do it to thank the California Rifle and Pistol Association. Number three, just do it because I said so. Actually, let's move that up to number one. Okay. <laughs> number four, you should do it. You should uh, sign your mom up. You know, I think I'm gonna sign my mom up. She's yeah. I think I'm actually going to do that. That's just, I'm just gonna do that for fun. Um, we need to sign up as many people as we can in the California rifle and pistol association. Cause they're the ones fighting for our rights. Now this is a ninth circuit court of appeals where we won twice on this. And at this point, the Ninth Circuit Court has been fundamentally changed because of the election of Donald J. Trump. He has put more people onto that court, so we don't have the typical 1980s Ninth Circuit Court that we had with uh, Justice Ginsburg and you know unbelievable leftists and Marxists and whatever they are. The, the, the evil cast of characters that ran the Ninth Circuit Court, they're either gone, retired, dead. Uh, the new ones are actually more reasonable, more constitutional. And that's because Trump was elected and he has done his best to put good people on the courts. Good people meaning people who reflect their constitutional values. Hugely important. That's why we have to make sure he stays in the White House this fall. Folks, uh, I know I'm real short on time here, but I do want to introduce you my guest this week. My guest is Justin Lee, or affectionately, as we call him, Justin Rex. Justin Rex, he he specializes in tradecraft, and we did a great seminar last year together out in Vegas. And he's got he's been on the show before. Uh, we hung out in person. He's got some great ideas. And when we take a look at what's going on here in Southern California. With electrical power getting cut, wildfires, earthquake swarms, murder hornets, Pantifa, you know, BLM, and I'm not talking about the Bureau of Land Management. All these crazy things that are happening up there, we need to be prepared, and that means preparing you and your family for what is unknown. Justin, you can be ready to go on this? Yes, sir. All right. Well, we're going to pick it up with you right after this. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check out our podcast, FiringLineRadio.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio. You know, every week 
on Firing Line Radio Show. Our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, everything, zombie apocalypses, everything afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. And our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, at Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, shame on you. Right now, stop what you're doing, head over to Bullseye Sport in Riverside, where you need to go for small arms, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, big arms, and much more. After you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course. One's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, attitudes essential to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. For more information about the certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211, bullseyesport.com. Bullseye Sport, safety first, check them out. Folks, joining me back here, I, I think I uh, cut him off most of the first session, but we had such good news, and in California, talking about good news and firearms is just such a rarity, I, I, I couldn't help myself, but I have Justin... Rex. Justin Rex, uh, Chief of Tradecraft from uh, uh, Rex Defense. And we did a great s- seminar last week. It was a week long. Did a week long seminars in uh, Las Vegas last year and had an absolutely fun time. And I just wanted to reach out to him because here in California, we need some of this advice. And uh, he's got great ideas when it comes to preparing your family for an earthquake? Oh, how about a wildfire? Oh, how about arson from uh, roaming zombies in the front yard? You know, all of these different things take a different response and all of them require preparation because if you're caught flat-footed as so many thousands of people were, probably millions, I, don't, I can't tell you how many people called me up and said, hey, can I buy a gun? It's like, um, no, it doesn't work that way. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know somebody, hey, how do I do that, that gun show loophole thing? Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, Justin, walk us through this here. Um, just give us your general idea about. Let's start off with responsibility for preparation. Just give us your idea well, idea on that. Yeah, there's a you know sometimes people come to me and they're like the lone wolf type of uh, mindset, and I tell them you know that's a that's a really lonely and difficult road. Uh, you really should start with trying to find trustable, you know, along, people along the same mindset. Build a small community of people you can trust who are, you know, have the same interests as you do. That way, you have people who can watch your back, and you don't have to carry that that uh, full load for for your family. You can have assistance there. You know, kind of, you know, spread out that, you know, that responsibility. Um, what you know, one of those things that I I recommend right now is like the easiest thing with you guys with the power going down. I'm like, hey, if you could, do you have any airspace? in your freezer right now, stuff water bottles in it. Because when your power goes out for hours on end, you know, your family's depending on uh, the food that's in that freezer. Uh, you know, you anything that's air in there is wasted energy. If you got bottles of even just liquor or water, fill all those air spot, you know, air spaces in there. Get them frozen and cold now when your power goes out for six, seven hours. Don't open that door and keep your food protected. Just things along, you know, those lines. Simple things that anybody can do any day of the week, you know. So uh, that that's actually great because when the power goes out here, it's because we're having a heat alert. So you know we only lose our power when it's 127,000 million degrees and Death Valley is melting. Then we lose our power. And uh, you know, a couple kids walk in, open up the fridge. All of a sudden, it's 80 degrees inside your fridge. Um, that's a really good idea about freezing the water bottles. 
Yeah, because you know, air—it's not—it's actually an insulator, right? Those really expensive tumbler cups everybody loves to uh, have painted, custom, and etched, and things. That all that is inside there as an insulator is literally a vacuum. It's just air or the lack thereof. So you know, if your trees—you know, obviously, if it's bad timing, you wait till right now when you're when you have a brownout or a blackout looming, and you fill your fridge with room temperature water to try and cool it. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. That's why you want to do it you know, as soon as possible, have it always in there. Any amount of airspace is just wasted potential. And the great thing about alcohol is the fact that you can clean with it, you can cook with it. Uh, you know, if, if the going gets tough, you can ease the pain with it. But at the same time, it doesn't freeze. You know, if it's above about 20% alcohol. Well, it's well you said, you said the great thing about alcohol is it's alcohol. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so multi, so no multi-faceted, isn't it? <laughs> and as long so yeah I've, i have noticed that you know a bottle of vodka in, in the uh in a freezer does not freeze or whiskey or something like that nature but yeah. so you know, obviously you have your stores of that but um as far as the water bottle idea i was just thinking about this like man keep it in the case packaging because when you when you want to get something out from underneath trying to move 42 individual water bottles out of the way, forget about it, right? You just, you'll quit going to your freezer. It'll all die a freezer burn. So um, yeah, keep, keep it in the cases, but that's a really good idea. Um, and then if Pantifa shows up at your door, you can hurl the frozen water bottles at their heads. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We learned that one. In a, in a, other, in know, a defensive, they look thirsty and it's a defensive action. Yeah. Yes, you wanted to make sure that they were well taken care of, yeah, and um, and we don't throw you know elbows first like they do. No, of course not. <laughs> always, always hydrate first before the elbows. It's unbelievable. So yeah, frozen water bottles. That's a that that by itself. I think that's worth the price of admission today. All right. Well, you know what? There's a personal air conditioner too. If your, if your air conditioner is out because the power's out, you can pull one bottle out. If you have someone who's overheating, especially if they're elderly or weakened state, you know, for whatever medical reason. Uh, if you put a frozen arm, uh, water bottle in someone's armpit um, or up against their small of their back, you know, it, it'll cool them down. It'll bring their body temperature down pretty quick, uh, you know, in an emergency like that. Or if you're just, you know, tired and want to cool off. <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah, um, exactly. That's, a, that's another good idea. So you got first aid purposes on that. What a couple other easy ones. Uh, you know, I tell people vinegar and peroxide. You know, right now you can't get rubbing alcohol. You can't get hand sanitizer. We're barely just starting to get bleach again. Uh, for a long time now, I've been going to the grocery store, uh, walking past all the zombies, just fighting over the other stuff. And I grab pool chlorinator because chlorine is chlorine if you need to clean or, or you know, clean, disinfect just in general or if you got to mix it in with water, I mean, that's why we put it in the pool, right, is to keep the water from growing funky stuff. Mm-hmm. And pool chlorinator, you can get a couple of gallons of that for like $3 at a grocery store. And it, you know what? Right next to it is empty shelves of Lysol and, and bleach, but uh, there's a full shelf of you know pool chlorinator. And if you get the, the powder tablets, you're really going to bang for your buck there. Um, you know, but the vinegar and peroxide is great because each one of them can be used mildly to disinfect foods that you're not going to cook. Uh, you know, somebody's walking around in the grocery section sneezing and coughing on your lettuce 
how many people disinfect their lettuce before they eat it, you know? So you, you, there's different types of ways you can, you can clean food, but, you know, vinegar and peroxide is, there's just so many uses. Uh, you don't want to mix them together at the same time if you're going to eat it because that causes, that creates something called parasitic acid, which is toxic. But if you use vinegar and then you wipe it off, then you use peroxide, it goes a long way to clean stuff when you can't get uh, bleach uh, you know, or Lysol or the, the things you would prefer to clean with. Uh, another thing is quartz trash bags. Long service trash bags are one of those things are like a Swiss Army knife. You can use them for so many different things. It's foolish not to have them and don't, don't, you know, Catch yourself short on. Don't buy the cheapo ones. Try the big, tough, strong ones because you might have something relatively heavy you got to stick in there to keep the flies off of it and, uh, you know, tie it up nice and tight. Um, lithium batteries, you know, I, I argue with, with people about this all the time. You know, these old alkaline AA batteries and AAA batteries and stuff, that that is so 1990s. Lithium is the way to go. Yeah, they cost more, but they last at least 10 times longer. So if you do the basic math, if a lithium AA battery costs you 10 times what an alkaline battery costs you, it's still a really good deal because you're breaking even on the cost, yet the lithium battery will last 20 years shelf life minimum. It's a third or less the weight, and they don't puke their insides out when they go bad inside your expensive electronic devices. Uh, so you can leave lithiums in things when they're stored. Most of all those rules that say take the batteries out, you know, don't store with batteries in, that's because alkaline batteries will vent when they die, and they vent a nasty solution you don't want in your sense of electronics. Well, it just goes over the uh, electronic, uh, um, it just goes over the sensor part. Uh, it's not like a big deal. I mean, spilling that, growing right. down and corroding it, I mean, it'd be, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause, I can't tell you how many expensive night vision devices have cracked battery compartments. So you have a $3,000 night vision optic that could have saved your life a million times and now it's useless because it has a cracked battery compartment because you bought the cheapest piece of crap uh, batteries from Costco that are alkaline and they vented. So I've got two great things this segment here. Well, the trash bags is is a good one too, but uh, lithium batteries for AA, AAA, all those different sources. Uh, Saving your freezer with frozen water bottles. I think that's number one on that too. So folks, I'm going to come back here. We've got two more segments here with Justin Rex. We're here to save your life. Okay. Why? Because we don't want you knocking on our door. <laughs> self-prepared, self-contained, and give you the tools and the ability to handle it yourself. Uh, Justin Rex, Tradecraft 101. We're going to do some seminars coming up late fall here. We don't have our exact date leveled down because of obviously the uh, idiocy that's going on in our world, but we will be doing one this late fall or early spring. Folks, Philip Naiman, FiringLineRadio.com. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. AM 590, the answer. 
This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. That's right, folks. It's Mulan Labe Saturday. Spartans, lay down your masks. What? No, he didn't say that. Mulan Labe Saturday here. Philip Naiman, FiringLineRadio.com. Again, folks, I'm. I'm asking you to help me, thank me, or not thank me. I'm not asking you to thank me. God, that sounds needy. No, we're not doing that. I'm asking you to thank the CRPA by joining me and thanking them by joining the California Rifle and Pistol Association. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry it took me 30 seconds to say that, but that's what I was trying to say. Join the California Rifle and Pistol Association, crpa.org, crpa.org. On the membership part, put in Firing Line. Uh, If we get 100 people to sign up there, we're going to have an extra $2,000 donation. It's free money because somebody is generous who wants to stay anonymous. Somebody is generous enough to put his money where my mouth is. So we want to make sure that that's covered, crpa.org. You know, we really need to make sure we get that done. Folks, joining me back, I have Justin Rex. Now, if you want to get a hold of him, you can find out more at rexdefense.com. That's right. That's the the infamous Rex Tibor. His website, we've done so much with him over the years, rexdefense.com. And when we get a finalized date for the seminars, which I highly recommend you get out there and, and go to, it'll all be posted on that. So that's uh, the best way to try and contact Justin Rex. All right. We had some great ideas last segment, so let's talk about the same thing. And I'm, you know, I understand we have zombies every night in Portland, and uh, Portland needs to have a zombie elimination tag team go up there. But until we're given a green light, um, and if people just want to make sure that they're not getting, that they're doing the responsible thing for their family in preparation, what are some other things they should really be concerned about? So, you know, really, if you're on a budget, which most people are, especially nowadays, there's some really simple things that you can do that just have a tremendous bang for the buck. Like, I, I recommend you go and buy five-gallon buckets, the empty ones, you know, brand new. Make sure they are marked BPA-free. That makes them food grade. Uh, you can usually get a bucket and a, and a standard lid for 4 or $5.00. Uh, you know, you can, you have two choices. You can either just fill them with tap water straight up and seal the lid and stack them, you know, where you need to go, or you can go a little bit further depending on budget and you can buy some type of charcoal type filter, like a Brita type filter, any one of those name brands. Uh, and, and that's another step to make the water clear. It'll, it'll take the, uh, you know, the stuff that's not, I mean, let's talk about it. It's, it's potable water. It comes out of the faucet here in the U.S., but it, it leaves something to be desired as far as flavor and some of the other stuff. But once you fill that bucket up with water and stack it, that's going to stay reasonably potable for a long time without even having to heat it. And it's very easy to throw in your vehicle and get out of Dodge, especially there in California where you got fires coming. They might take your house. Um, you might, you know, need to get in your vehicle and get out. You can move five-gallon water jugs pretty quick as long as you got the strength. But it's something that people miss a lot is just a basic radio. It, nowadays, you can get a five-watt radio for twenty-four dollars, twenty-five dollars. You can uh, you can reach literally from a mountaintop. You, I've, I've seen guys reach out one hundred and fifty, two hundred miles. If you got line of sight, you've got communication. 
And, you know, especially people who have kids who are maybe driving now, not even out of the house, just driving. What happens if an emergency hits and they're not home and it's an infrastructure type thing? If the cell phones go down and you don't have a radio, you are, what are you doing? You're burning tires for smoke signals, right? So it's very simple, cheap stuff like that. Um, you know, propane is great to have around. Hey, uh, I want to back up. I, I want to back up here because the radios interest me. Um, okay. I, I started taking my ham test. And I started studying for it. I should say that. I have not finished it. Sure. I, I have been lax on that. So I need to finish that. Five watt radio. What exactly are you talking about here? So the most common brand is, of course, the, the infamous Bofung. Um, Spell, it's a a weird, of, that's a weird name. Spell it. It's B-A-O and then space. F-E-N-G. It's, it, a lot of people call them both things. It's just the way it's properly pronounced the, in Mandarin. It's both on. The common spelling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, the reason I say that's a double-edged sword is there are legalities. You, just be aware of them. I'm not a, a rule Nazi, but uh, as far as power goes. But, you know, to, to just stay gray and not get too specific on the subject, 5-watt radio uh, it, when you're in UHF and VHF frequencies, consider it line of sight. That means if you could shine a laser from your antenna and hit something, it can hear you. Now, if you're in an airplane at 40,000 feet and you can shine that laser 400 miles away to another airplane, they're going to hear you at 5 watts. Most airplane communication is 5 watts and less. Uh, hell, even our military drones uh, are communicating with ground soldiers with sometimes less than 3 watts. So people try to, they, they spend too much money because they don't have enough knowledge to know the most important thing is the antenna. The second most important thing is just that you have it. Uh, everything else is, is diminishing returns. Uh, so just basic both on get an aftermarket antenna, some type of Nagoya. Uh, I believe it's like a YF20 uh, something. There's a very common antenna. You'll see it if you're, if you're searching online that everyone recommends. It's just real whippy. It uh, doesn't bend easy. The rubber ducky antennas that come with any radio are, are junk. So, so buy yourself a, a cheap radio, buy yourself a good antenna. So a cheap, cheap radio, then you get this antenna, and you unscrew the antenna that the radio came with and put this one in? Exactly. Yeah. Antennas are everything on radios. They're kind of like suspension on a dirt bike or optics on a rifle. Uh, you, you will handicap or turbocharge the best radio in the world by nothing more than the antenna. And, in, in, and another simple thing just is the antenna needs to be pointed at the sky when you're talking. A lot of people are using them in vehicles and they get really poor performance. The vehicle is a metal cage around your antenna and most of the time the antenna would hit the roof so they turn the radio horizontal and that actually causes the radio frequency to be horizontally polarized. So if the receiving radio is doing the same thing, you'll get decent performance. But you always want antennas facing the same way between two different radios talking over any particular frequency. Interesting. So how long is this extra antenna? Uh, they range about, I think it's about 19 inches on the longest one. Some of them are around like 13, 14. The basic rule of thumb is the bigger the antenna, the better. And that's the most basic part of it. It's both, it's very, very complicated. Antenna theory is literally called a theory because it's always being studied and there's things always being learned about radio frequency. It's, it's almost like a, an art. Uh, but yeah, rule of thumb is the longer the antenna, the better. And that's why people tend to try to buy the cheap, the, the, or not cheap, but the smallest antennas they can find because, you know, it's unwieldy. It's like walking around with a 30 inch barrel on your hunting rifle. It's going to catch every branch and stuff. But unfortunately, with antennas, they're by far the most important part of the radio. So don't skimp by getting something small. Get something correct for the, the frequency you're on 
and get the best quality you can afford on the antenna. The cheapest radio in the world with a quality antenna will smoke the performance of the most expensive radio in the world with a crap antenna on it, period. Very interesting. So what about uh, carrying them? I mean, are these antennas, is it kind of like a quick connect you can pull, pull on, you know, snap on, snap off, or is it screwed in? Or You can do both. It depends on the budget. VNC uh, is a very old and still very relevant uh, method. Um, and that's a push in and twist, like a, not even a quarter turn, I think, and you're locked in. Uh, one important thing to do to remember, though, especially if you are working in the microwave bands and if you are working uh, a higher, higher wattage, is you, it, microwave is microwave. There's a reason why it heats up your hot dog. Uh, it will heat up the surface of your eyes, and it does contribute to uh, early onset of cataracts and things like that. So whenever you can get the antenna above the people you care about and the body parts you care about, the better. Uh, that means buying a magnetic antenna. You can, for $25, you can get a magnetic roof mount antenna for BHF and UHF. It's a dual band. Uh, they're sold alongside those same Bofung radios. You throw that magnet on the roof of your vehicle and you clip it in with that little BNC plug that takes it two seconds. So in and your hand, 100%. So, so in your hand, you, so got, yeah, you, you got the handheld. Yep. And then you got the cord. You can just you literally throw it out the door and shut the door on it. They're real small cords designed for that. You stick the magnet on the roof, and now 100% of the RF radiation is above a metal protective roof, and it shields everyone inside the vehicle from any kind of RF radiation. And it gives you much better performance. It gives you a substantial boost in performance by itself, because for multiple reasons. For one, it's raising the antenna up. Just There's a reason why radio antennas are always on mountains when they can, right? Yep. The higher, the better. There's no negative to it. Uh, on top of that, you have what's called a ground plane underneath the antenna. Now you have this metal surface that the antenna works against, and it changes the what we call the takeoff angle of the radio frequency. When the radiation, one thing about antennas that's substantial is their design dictates the direction and the pattern of the radiation that comes off the antenna. In basic terms, if you have an antenna that fires your radio r- r- waves up at the sky, it's not doing you much good. If you have an antenna that is firing them out like a UFO or like a pancake. In a, or a donut in a circle around the, way, the antenna, now it's going directly towards where you want it to go, which would be the next vehicle or the family member in the house down the road. Yeah, that's important. So now what I'm getting here is get the get a quality 5-watt radio, get the roof mount with the magnetic so you can use it in your vehicle, and get a attachable 2-foot-long uh, other antenna for packing out and going on that, and you're pretty much covered, right? Yeah, absolutely, and you're talking uh, well under $100 for the entire setup. Oh, I'm uh, happy if you now. Stick with, yeah, if you stick with Genuine Bofung, there's a company that sells them called Bofung Tech. They're actually a U.S.-based company. still a Chinese radio, like all the rest, but they're a U.S.-based company. They they will communicate with you, and you will get a legitimate product. Awesome. There's a lot of we got it. We got a break. stuff out there. Right, we got a break right here. We'll pick it up right now okay. with Justin Rex, right after this. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. 
CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated million dollars for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. That is good. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. FiringLineRadio.com is where you're going to get our podcast, and you're going to want to make sure you mark this one and go back over it. And uh, you can even find the other ones where we've had Justin Rex on and even Monsignor Rex Tabor. So, folks, we're out here giving you this information because I feel it's important for my listeners to be prepared. This last segment, we talked about some water storage ideas and some radio ideas. I want to just recap that real quick. Uh, Justin Rex brought up five-gallon BPA-free and uh, use some chlorine tablets for water storage. Now, I store water at my home, but I've got a 100-gallon tank. So if I need to displace, uh, what is that, 800 pounds of water, it's not going in the back of my truck. I mean, I, I, I've been working out, but that's staying. These five-gallon buckets are a great idea because it's mobile. You don't have to have 27 ba- boxes of a uh, of uh, bottled water. You're creating your own. It's a great idea. So hats off for that yep. one. That's a good one. The other one is uh, radio communications. Look, the power goes out, your cell phone's dead, and you're going to see the zombies not only dressed in black um, trying to burn things down, but they'll be standing on the side of the road with their heads hunched forward, looking into their hands at a device that no longer works, and they won't know what to do. Yeah, that's a big, big issue nowadays is people think that if they store up on ways of charging their cell phone, they're good to go. What happens when the cell phone tower, the power supply to that cell phone tower goes down? I'll tell you what. Cell phones don't talk to each other. And they won't, and they will not. um, (laughs) They won't know where they are because Google Maps isn't working. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's one of the things we talk about is uh, basic navigation, too, and, you know, just vehicle convoy tactics. You know, our last seminar, a lot of the the people there, they they said, you know, I've never even thought about these basic things. You know, I don't don't pretend to be the end-all, be-all on anything. My hobby, so to speak, uh, my my motivation behind this is to simply turn peasants into patriots. There's a lot of people that are very, very close, and they, they think they're very, very well prepared. And there's one hole in their system. And they, they look at it and they go, I never realized it. It's kind of like the whole brain surgeon thing. You know, like that might be the smartest doctor on the planet can save your life. And, you know, you might be on a table and his car might break down because the battery died. And he can't figure out that he has a, a manual transit can push start the car. You die because of it. Not because the guy wasn't smart. Not because he didn't know what he was doing. But he had a hole in his game. It was really easy to fill, but no one ever pointed it out to him. And that's just what I like to do. That's all I'm here for. And you've given us some great ideas already. So, hey, the the other one was the radio, right? Five watt quality radio. You, you like the Baofang, um, Baofang dot or Baofang Tech 
Tech.com, B-A-O-F-E-N-G, Tech.com. Neither one of us are affiliated with them, so use them at your own risk, but that's a great place to go, according to uh, Justin Rex. Most important thing on radios is the antenna. Get an antenna you can use, hook into with your car and for on the road. So you're going to have, you know, a packable antenna in your pack and one hooked into the car. Magnetic was sounded great for that. Okay, you mentioned vehicle tactics. So, you know, let's say you're just a regular, normal guy. You got a family. Define normal. This is, the, this is the world where normal might be well, a hate crime. Yeah, you know, I live in the U.S. I know you, for you guys in California, normal is very different than for the rest of us. Oh, you're, in, um, you're, you're, in a, you're in Sin City, so don't go too far on me here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, for the average uh, person who has a job and a family and they depend on that person, uh, you know, for multiple reasons, if you have more than one vehicle, it's considered a convoy, right? And if it's an emergency, I mean, how how dangerous is being surrounded in fire? You know, you got you guys that should be right there with what you're used to every every year, right? Uh, if you have a basic radio, especially with a mag mount antenna, you have more than one vehicle. You now have a convoy, but you have a means of communication that is completely off the grid and not dependent on infrastructure. And as you know, as you guys know, cell phone towers burn up. The power to them goes down, and cell phones don't talk to each other. They're not capable. Two cell phones in the same room with no cell tower are useless, but radios are not. Uh, and you can program frequencies that are common for all your neighborhood. Anybody that goes to any department store and buys it, uh, an FRS radio, you can communicate with them. And, you know, as far as just the basics of how to not get lost, like, for instance, off-road is a perfect example. We've been doing this, but it translates to the street. You know, if, if you're a lead vehicle, let's say you have three, four, five vehicles, you're spread apart several, several car lengths, there could be any kind of chaos that you want to add in there. If one person turns down a street, the next person misses it, your convoy is now broken up. And without maps and without knowledge of the area, that could be a real bad situation. The simplest tactic that I tell people to get started in convoys is if you're the lead vehicle and you have to turn and there's more than one option of where to turn, you turn onto that path or that road and you stop until the vehicle behind you sees you. Once you have visual contact and confirmation over radio is great, then you proceed on and the same thing happens. You could have 20 vehicles. As long as everyone follows that same basic tactic, the next person in line stops at the turn and waits till the person behind them sees them and then proceeds. No one gets lost. It's just it's very simple things like that we go over that could save lives. Um, so, you know, like I said, none, none of these things am I the end-all, be-all on, but there's some simple things that, that everybody can do. You don't need any special training. You don't have to be in uh, – you can be round, round as a shape. You don't have to have uh, eight-pack abs and jump out of airplanes with dogs strapped to your back. And to do I, these I have, I have 12-pack abs. You get them by drinking 12-packs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Exactly. Um, so that's a great idea. Now, uh, vehicles, uh, one of the things that I've, I just was able to pick up a, a older Toyota Tacoma and I'm outfitting it now and, and I'm getting a cattle guard bumper. Now it, it looks like the ones on the, uh, on the 19, excuse me, the 1860 trains cutting across the West <laughs> And that's it'll I, work exactly. I'm I. It's going to lift and separate crowds of Pantifa. Um, you know, I don't want to flatten them. I just want to move them out of the way. And I think, yeah. you know, you think about your vehicle and you watch what's happening in Portland or anybody else. These guys are crashing. They're getting pulled out of their cars. They're throwing Molotov cocktails underneath their cars. 
Um, this is important stuff that you realize that there are armies of communist Marxist thugs that only come out at night. It's just, uh, we talked about this before the show started. We're living in Charlton Heston's Omega Man movie, 1972. Right. Um, if you haven't seen it, get it on Netflix or whatever. Get it at balefangtech.com. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what we're seeing are these hordes that come out at night dressed in black. All they want is yeah. the destruction of you. I saw a case, I think it was in was in Baltimore or Boston. This crowd was yelling at somebody for buying a home and cleaning it up. He was complaining that this was traditionally black-owned neighborhood and you've gentrified it. Therefore, you need to leave and give us your house. Now, you've got a couple hundred people outside your home yelling this at you. Why? Because you did something good? I think gentrification is great. It's better than creating every city into Baltimore. If those yeah, are our okay. two choices, I'm going to take gentrification. You look at what happened in Missouri with those two folks, uh, Ken and Karen, with the AR-15, you know, the one he kept putting right against her head as he was standing yeah, there. Yeah, the one that needs to come train with us for muzzle discipline. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> look, I, I get it, right? Uh, I would never wear a pink polo shirt, but we all have <laughs> we all have our things. Um, but I'll bet you he's dang glad he had that. Oh, yeah. Or a his, game changer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Or his house would have been ruined. And who knows what would have happened to him and his wife. He probably would have been one of these guys that's drug out of a car and beaten silly. And, you know, they do a, a victory stomp dance on you. And do we want to be that? Now, I'm not saying we need to be violent. We need to go look for trouble. But when trouble comes to your door, you do need to be prepared. And you do need to hammer it flat and send it back where it came from. And, and this is this is what we're talking about is you need to be prepared and one of the things is training and i'm sure you know you you are big on this justin rex but firearm training discipline and communication just like you have communication in your convoys i'm gonna let you finish off this last minute here talk about communication in that in that sense well so the main thing is is you it's it, you always got contingencies, right? Things are going to happen. There's, you're never going to know everything ahead of time. What's important is to be prepared to react appropriately. So obviously, you know, it goes without saying everyone's armed and properly trained with it, so they're not dangerous to each other. Uh, communication is key that, you know, if you get broken up, someone gets a flat tire, engines go down, you got to instantly, you know, get everyone out of that vehicle that's been disabled and get them into one that is enabled and get out of there. So your basic pack should have a fire extinguisher, a tow rope, uh, to include a chain. Remember, if there's something hot, tow ropes melt. Um, don't let that, you know, totally mess up your whole plan. Have, a, have some chain there. Fire extinguishers are important uh, for saving lives. Toilet paper, every vehicle I own has toilet paper roll in it, right? How cheap is that? But, you know, it's one of those things where when it becomes important, it becomes extremely valuable. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's mountain money. Hey, I'm, I'm going to yeah, leave you yeah. here. If you're going to stop you here. You can tell lots of information. You're going to want to come to the seminar on Tradecraft. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Thank you, my special guest, Justin Rex. Um, he is going back to his Thank compound you, now, so don't try and get a hold of him. <laughs> Check out rexdefense.com for a schedule of classes coming up, and uh, have a great weekend. God bless. Shoot, Felipe! Shoot! When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk.
The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.